Hello and welcome to the Weather of the Mind podcast. I'm your host, Doug Krish. Good day to you. I hope this pod finds you well. I'd like to let you know that this is episode 66, so we're road tripping together on Route 66. Let's roll down the windows, have pass around a few snacks, and uh, get the tunes flowing, or let's start doing some brainstorming. So today we're talking about, we're back on the education topic. This is the main theme for season three of the podcast school education what is education if we're talking about part of the mission of this podcast is to nurture healthy growth and to provide emotional health skills and practical skills and we're looking at nurturing healthy growth we're trying to explore what is the role of education education in the family education informally education at school Certainly evaluating education at school because this takes up so many hours of our youngsters' lives. Six or seven or eight hours from when they're four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. How many hours is that? And we have these young adults and the rest of us, <laughs> the semi-grown adults, and we're lacking a lot of basic skills. So it's a question of, it's like, what, what is the point of education? And if we were to design education, what would we prioritize? I remember posing a few questions a few weeks ago, saying, if you were to design a subject, what would that be? If you were to design school, if you were to design a high school, what would the mission statement of that school be? Today's episode will connect to this notion of mission and goal and orientation. As we build on this plan and vision for the Weather of the Mind School. So I said the mission of the Weather of the Mind School was to nurture healthy growth by providing practical skills and emotional health skills through the medium of audio, books, and worksheets, and perhaps workshops in the future. So nurture healthy growth of individuals, of couples, of kids, of elders, of cousins, of uncles, of aunts, of families, of couples, posses, gangs, clans, triads, dyads, quatrads. To nurture the healthy growth of all these levels of society. The school, the workplace also. We're looking at social systems. How are these social systems functioning? We're looking at individuals. How are these individuals functioning? What does emotional health look like and how do we prioritize that? How do we make that something that's tangible and that we can work on? Yes, making it tangible, making it tangible. These emotions are so amazing because they're so dynamic and multi-layered and complicated and such a, a core part of who we are, our being. Yet they're so mysterious because our understanding of them is far from complete. And also, we don't even know if we experience the emotions in the same way as the person next to us. Probably similar, but what is joy? What is sadness? What does anxiety feel like for you? How does that relate to how it feels for me? But why? Why are we talking about this? Hey, we don't need to be talking about emotions. Life goes on. We can't. I'm busy. I don't have time for this. I I got work to do. I got bills to pay. I'm not going to talk about emotions. That's what people have been saying for a while now. 
But if we look around and we reflect, we know that for our benefit, for the benefit of the youngsters in society and for the benefit of the of just the health of society as a whole, we need to come to peace with ourselves and our emotions. And we have to acknowledge that if most of society is, is really troubled with anxiety and depression and addiction, okay, not most, let's say a large portion of society, you know, what is what does that look like? And, and how do we respond to that? How do we respond to that? So if we think back to a few episodes ago, I was talking about some of the assumptions that we'd make for this weather of the mind school. And one of the first ones is, is life meanders. That for everybody and for every family and for every community, I suppose, there are ups and downs. There are glories and triumphs and there are absolute tragedies and everything in between. Life meanders. So this is a starting point for the weather of the mind school. And I'd like to take it a step further today by looking at if, if life meanders, then we need to have a strategic approach. We have to have a sense of strategy when it comes to our emotional health. Having a strategy is more and more a practical skill. But we don't really talk about it and it's unclear how to make those strategies. So that's a big part of the weather of the mind. School is 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 kind of normalizing talking about emotional health and how to strategize a healthy life. And that really is buttressed by practical skills we'll work on from cooking to sleeping to exercise to hydration. Looking at the body and mind as very much connected, the emotions very much a part of our basic nature that has to be addressed and supported. The word strategy, this comes from a military term and it literally means, it's from Greek, and it comes means the art of the general. And if you look at modern definitions, they talk about the science or art. So strategy is very fascinating because it's considered science and art or science or art. But clearly, there's a lot of overlap, which is fascinating, science or art. Science or art of a long-range plan for achieving something or reaching a goal. The skill of making such plans. So what started as a military philosophy in about, looks like the earliest, in the 1880s, it started appearing outside of military contexts. And then again, leaning on that definition from the Cambridge Dictionary, long-range plan for achieving something or reaching a goal. So if we're going to have strategy, it we're going to have to develop some goals. So that's probably where we're going to head next. So if life meanders, if life is challenging and life will overwhelm us, therefore, we need to be strategic. We have to put on that art and science of that general and think about our lives. Think about our families' lives. Think about our job. Think about our emotions. Strategy is part of it. Life is the ultimate game. And thinking strategically can be quite wonderful and empowering. So the long-range plan for achieving something or reaching a goal. So the primary goal would be we need a strategy for when we are in a tough spot. Just like the fire department has a very well-practiced plan if a house is on fire. If our 
personal house, our emotional self is on fire. How do we respond to that? And the truth is we do not teach people this and we do not practice this. And this is why a lot of people collapse when they're in vulnerable places, a lack of strategy. So when we think about our down periods, this can be an invitation to strategy. Look, I have to have a game plan for when I hit the wall. But once we start indulging strategy and thinking strategically, we realize that strategy benefits the high times, the, the more positive times, the, the glorious times, the triumphant times. And strategy also will benefit the middle of the road times, the kind of uh, humdrum. So strategy, strategy implies goals, strategy implies direction. But how do we frame those goals? And then how do we break it down into strategy? If strategy is the long-term, it's pursuit of a long-term goal, but it's about breaking it down into more manageable week-to-week activities, day-to-day activities. We're getting somewhere here. Now, I want to mention that as I'm designing the Weather of the Mind School website, I'm, I've been sketching out and, and beginning to paint a map. I want, the, I want the map, I want there to be a map of the school. And this, the school it looks more like a, a summer camp. It is an island on a river. And there's a few different places you can go. You can go into the fire pit and hear the mentors and the stewards and the teachers we interview. You could hear them, them speak. You can go over to the archery range and focus on some practical skills. You can go over to the mess hall and engage in practical ideas. And so on and so forth. So I'm trying to create a physical landscape. I think a lot on back to the episode on Rorschach. I think that was episode 35. We did an episode on Rorschach. And Rorschach, he is the psychologist who developed uh, the inkblot tests. And one of the really clever things he was pursuing that I think got lost in his story is that he was trying to make emotions more visual. And I, I kind of like that. I, I think just making the, the thought process, the engagement, the understanding of emotions more visual will be very, very beneficial. Before we wrap up, I wanted to play a little 30, 40 second sample of music for you. And that is Route 66 by the King Cole Trio. Nat King Cole in 1946. If you ever plan to motor west, travel my way, take the highway, that's the best. Get your kicks on Route 66 It winds from Chicago to L.A. More than 2,000 miles all the way As we depart, I'd like to thank you for your time and know that I appreciate you. We are living and learning piecing it together, understanding these emotional selves of ours and trying to uh, build Weather of the Mind school together. So thank you for your time and thoughts, and I look forward to speaking with you soon. Have a great one. Keep hydrated. Bye-bye.